0: Another episode of the Black Pocket Podcast. I'm your co-host Rob at House of Morris. Y'all know who I am. You can catch me on Reality Breach. I'm up here with three fantastic, fantastic black brothers. United we stand. To my right, we got the man, the myth, the legend, the guy we do not deserve. Don Shade, Don Shea did it. What it is?
1: Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. What's going on with these beats, man? Life is happening with these bees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm going to get back on it, man. Um, my plan is to, uh, in the next few weeks, start back up um, the clear, clear cash Sundays. And so, um looking forward to that. Looking forward to, uh, oh, I don't want to date this. Nah, nah, uh, nah man, whatever. Man, that, okay. That. Looking forward to jujitsu and, um, at Offbeat, celebrating their four-year anniversary. Hey. I'm very, very forward to that. And, um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. I just want to get back on this. And, uh, man, there's so much uh, music happening. I'm excited for... Uh, One of the guests that's on the show, man, because I've heard some of the music, so uh, we'll get to that. And uh, to his
0: right, we got Justin Ransberg, the the artist that Jackson doesn't deserve. What's going on, man? How's everything?
2: Everything's going good, man. You know, out here, finally taking a break after this coloring book. And over at Offbeat, um, earlier today, working on this collaborative mural that we got going on in time for uh, for the four year anniversary that that Don Shader man we don't deserve mentioned a little while ago hey. and man it's it's coming together we have like seven different artists working on it so we got um chris the gym Bettina okafor uh chevy well chevalier you know i forgot chevy's last name my bad chevy um who else is working on it? i'm working on it um Name Sherman, aka Picasso underscore 420. I'm gonna give everybody's uh, Instagram names if I can remember them and uh, Chris Mitchell. So, all phenomenal artists, and yeah, man, it's been fun working with them so far. We're about two days in, and we should be ready by the end of the week. So, how's the Jackson Drawing Club? Drawing club is going well, man. Like we had a, a good surge of people come through the other so day. So
0: Dollar Black out
2: there, one. Yes, <laughs> man. Dollar Black showed up out of nowhere because <laughs> like Bettina uh, bought one of his CDs. If you get, if you get a chance to go copy, go listen to it, stream it, all black. that. Still <laughs> black. Still black. He came through and he was just like, "Oh man, what y'all doing?" You know, drawing and whatnot. And um, uh, one of the the, the um, friend of mine, Kwame, Kwame Braxton, who's gonna be at uh, the Flamingo this saturday i believe performing with vitamin c like he's gonna be doing live painting while she's performing um came through he saw the post and he was like oh man you did this and uh Coleman was like yeah man you know the, the, i ain't know your voice was that deep in person you know, <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> <laughs> so carmen got a chance to meet him and like hang out with him for a minute and uh yeah man it was it was a great moment good
0: i'm glad that happened i saw the pictures i was extremely jealous (laughs) Uh, to the right here we have now look i mean i can give introductions all i all i can but i mean if you haven't heard this this particular person's music i don't know where you at i don't know what um spiritual journey you're on (laughs) i don't know what cloud you think you living on but this brother to justin's right my left is a, a amazing artist an amazing um uh just person all around you can catch him at the uh, b Cell saturday if you don't want to cop a concert which i don't know why you wouldn't want to do that um i am judging you but you probably eat at pig and pike <laughs> <laughs> there
1: we go but, uh, <laughs> it early. But, uh, i
0: take i take my shots early this time this go around <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the, it, <laughs> phenomenal. the phenomenal. The, mag- the magnificent. The magnificent. Uh the fifth child. what it is, man. What's up, man? I ain't to put I ain't mean to put the R now. I was trying to think of another fantastic word to say, but I couldn't, so you know. Sorry about that. No, man. It's <laughs> good. I think you did great. What's going on, man? I, I I think there's something coming around in the riverbed
3: There is. There he is. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, uh, it's in the words, man. Whew. Man, the album, the album. I'm um I'm really excited about it. It's called "Which Way Is Up." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, cold, cold, and it's just yeah. I've
1: heard a couple tracks. <laughs> and, um, and I'm heavily invested. I'm
3: trying to keep it under wraps as much as I can until until it's time. But um, yeah, it's in the crockpot Man it's almost time. Cooking Cooking the crop <laughs> <laughs> Cooking <laughs> the cook with the cooking <laughs> the cook
0: um, um, I wanted to get fifth on this particular episode Because something happened Uh, what was it two weeks?
1: No A week ago? Week about a weekend. week ago like a, About a week Something, again, about a something week like that yep. Time to lose me Last Not this past Saturday was Saturday before mm-hmm. So it's been mm-hmm. a weekend change Oh Yeah Yeah
0: um, Childish knows "This Is America."
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're gonna go through the the impact it had at first, the positive impact, the negative, and just overall thoughts and opinions of his message in said um, video. Uh, I want to start with uh, Justin because he's the one that brought this up. Uh, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> <so> Justin, <laughs> I mean, what was your what was your initial reaction to it? <laughs> hey, hey, sorry guys. No, no, my I son, was, that was great. I love My, my it.
3: son is turned. I, that was pretty I, much it right there. That, that was was right. It. My, my son is turned over here. He,
1: he sees his chew toy and he's just like getting it in. It's like amazing it's hearing us through the earphones. Because right hey. before you said
2: something, hey. For, hey, for y'all out, that man. don't know, Fifth has a, a dog. Chill out, man. And his dog is running around with the chew toy, being living his best life
3: Look, right about now. His dog is like, awesome, hey you he got he got the fr- he's fresh cut shouting right now, he got a hey. fresh chop. Hey. You oh, know this on, weekend. got uh, okay. yeah, Tony himself. Baker to, to do
0: it. He's right? the most <laughs> lavish, <laughs> lavish <laughs> lifestyle right. on this street. I'm the most <laughs> lavish dog you ever seen. <laughs> My <laughs> man. <Not bad. laughs>
2: it's all good, man. All right. So my initial reaction to the video, like the first time I watched it all the way through, I was just like, "What the hell just happened?" Because all right, it starts out, you know, dude on the guitar, just sitting in the chair in this warehouse, and then you know, Childish Gambino's in the background, kind of, kind of like a creep if you look at it, because like you can see him, kind of, kind of to the right of the screen, mm-hmm. but you look, you see him kind of through the poles, and then it starts like zooming in on him. He starts dancing. He does this weird thing with his eye. I'm like, why he look like Uncle Ruckus? <laughs> and he comes out, and then he shoots the man in the head, and it's like, whoa! Trap music.
3: So <laughs> my
2: initial reaction, man, I was I was a little blown away by it because I've never seen him do anything like that before. So except for you know everything that's been happening in Atlanta, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, the show, not not the place, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. I, as far as like a music video goes. It's one of those you have to watch multiple times. Mm -hmm. So I've watched it probably about 20 times. I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to figure everything out in it.
0: Okay, we'll get to that. Don Shade, what about you, brother?
1: Yeah, I was um, blown away. Um, Visually, I love what they did with it. Um, I I more so looked at the video not trying to dissect it. I I, I noticed that's the thing people were, were... And there were things in there that was obviously inserted in there that you needed to like pull away from it but in terms of having a, a video that was infused with energy that was infused with okay now let you know you have to think about it after you watch the video like from that aspect I really loved it and the video made the song it's hard to just listen to the song after you've seen the video <laughs> with it it almost makes it you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so uh, from that standpoint man I really really loved it um, I dug the conversations that came up because of it and that's mm-hmm. probably probably I'm probably jumping ahead a little bit but I, I, just from a surface level I said man this is gonna shake up people people are gonna talk about it um, and accomplish the gold at least from what I saw, it you know, he's he's been kind of out there with the show. If you've watched the Atlanta TV show, it's nothing new. You know, the director that directs that show directed the vi- music video. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, OK, so if you're already on, you're already on. I think it was just genius when he released it, how much stuff is going on around the time that he released it. So I don't want to step on anybody else's uh, observations. So I'm going to shut up now.
3: Alright cool why, That was so nice <laughs> <laughs> Filth What you what you think about it man Man Honestly I haven't even seen it yet No oh, I'm kidding No okay. <laughs>
2: I'm kidding Well uh, Well that's <laughs> the next episode I of- oh,
3: was wow. about to say Hey man no, stop man. the
2: no, We'll be right, right, right <laughs> back Watch this video right
3: now No man hmm. Um, I remember it was a I guess a Sunday morning When I saw it So I think that's when You know most people saw it but um yeah, so imagine this is like the first thing you see when you wake up right
2: before church. Right.
3: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the very very the very very first thing I saw when I woke up. And what I think is most enlightening about it or the dopest thing to me about it is that I don't feel like anybody's explanations of it are just wrong. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's a lot of different takes and I feel like it was meant to be received the way it has been where people are just well what do you think this meant what do you think this part meant I mean I think it was brilliant in uh, in that sense and it has it has layers because I know like I said we're probably going to get into it more but uh, I had conversations with friends after this and I was like yeah you know well I kind of see um us as being desensitized and that's what this meant where you know some folks were like oh you know the kids are cooning because they're dancing blah blah and I'm like I don't know if that's really you know that wasn't really what I got from that like I don't don't think that's why they were dancing it's like but you know once again I don't think that anybody's just 100% wrong and I I honestly don't want him to give an explanation Mm -hmm. of this is what I meant when we made the video I would rather just It'd be kind of open-ended like it is And uh, The crazy part is I actually hate think pieces Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like It's it's like I I really really hate think pieces As deep as you get on your lyrics Mm. I hate think pieces Because I don't think necessarily Everything requires a think piece And so I'm I'm burned out on them Uh, But But yeah I I understand why people Are going in this direction with them I just don't like how people Are so absolute In their think pieces Like Yeah yeah, like, this is know. well. This is why you idiots. Yeah, this this is, is what he meant by the like. <laughs> you don't know, be. right? Right. Okay, you exactly. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, but because I do enjoy double entendres and I love stuff with layers a lot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, cool man. Uh, well, when I first went well, for one thing, I had to watch it three times before I formed an opinion of of it, and then um, because the first part of the video when I watched, I just watched him and dancing with and whatnot right and wasn't really paying attention was going on in the background or how he was handling the weapon same here -hmm. so I mean I went and I was like all right cool that's that's fire right that's a lot going on it hits me in places Uh, Mm -hmm. it it, you know there was a couple of scenes in there we talk about it later that that kind of made me cringe a little bit but you know if if it doesn't make you cringe that it doesn't hit you you Mm -hmm. know in the proper way but, I mean, overall, I think Like that video, I was very, very surprised That um, that came out Because his SNL stuff was really funny <laughs> And then he came out with that I was like, yo, <laughs> somebody's winning this weekend <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah
3: I was gonna say, even the other song on SNL The Saturday yeah, joint yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the set was designed <laughs> dope The mm-hmm. song was fire Like, yeah I was I was like,
0: man, he is really winning. He trying to he trying to make Chadwick Boseman a, a thing of the past, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I feel
2: like I feel like he made that Saturday song just for Saturday Night Live performance.
3: Mm-hmm. Dude, it was so fly. Just like the setup like a house party, you know, I mean yeah, man. It was, it was really, really good. Yeah, it, it, cool. it was good. I, I did enjoy
0: that one too. Um a little segue. Um, did you guys watch the SNL?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I watched um, – I didn't get a chance to watch the entire, like, show. Mm-hmm. But I did get a chance to see, like, skits. And uh, and then, of course, the performances. I, I really wanted to see the performances after. I was like, Dah, what else did he do musically that night? And like you said, like, the staging, like, the songs, like, everything was on point. You know what I mean? And uh, probably, low-key, one of my favorite SNL sketches – for the year and there's been a couple in the last few months that I've really like enjoyed like uh, Chance the Rapper's like old-school hip-hop uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> little um, bit of crack <laughs> <laughs> with that doggone uh, K- Kanye place or whatever or Kanye oh place. yeah Bruh. I was like man this is amazing and it almost didn't come to pass because they didn't really have a stage to really shoot it mm-hmm. so they had to they were gonna try to find something indoors uh, no they were gonna try to find an outdoor location and they basically had to like put it together
3: hmm. and,
1: like and it was it came out really really dope. but um yeah, like outside of that though but I had a similar si- situation like fifth. I woke up like that night I think I went to bed pretty early and I woke up and I was just like on Twitter, let me just see And it was they, no, I got on Instagram and he had deleted all the other posts that he had on his Instagram, and that was the only thing up, was a clip for it. So it was that first few seconds when he shot that, I was like, whoa, what the? <laughs> Immediately, you know, went to right. YouTube to check it out. But um, yeah, man, I let everybody, like if anybody else saw the show and all the sketch, I'll let y'all talk about that. All right,
2: well, so growing up, like, I have a newfound admiration for Saturday Night Live now because of how quickly they make their sketches.
1: Yeah. Because
2: mm-hmm. all the stuff that happened with Kanye happened the previous week before. Like, I grew up watching Mad TV. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had they still, like, months in advance. Man. Yeah, so, so did I. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So, you know, it's like, you got the recurring characters and whatnot. But, yeah, Saturday Night Live, I'm, I'm becoming a fan of it. Uh, slowly but surely now. And, yeah, I, I enjoy pretty much everything that happened on there.
3: Well, I um grew up watching lots and lots of television. So uh, <laughs> all these shows you talk about I, I saw like I mean I was uh, in Living Color, yeah. Saturday Night Live, Showtime at the Apollo, Mad oh, yeah, T V, like everything, all, that. <laughs> all that. But um what I was gonna uh, ask you guys is how much or how familiar you had been with Donald Glover's career even before Childish Gambino. Um, and here's oh I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. He, well, here's why I asked that question because I know Don Shay and I mentioned it earlier because there's this really really long article in the New Yorker. Mm-hmm, New Yorker. Um, this long interview with him. This man. It took forever to read it, but it was really good. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he said in it and it made so much sense in hindsight. The guy was talking about how he has this sticky note on his wall that says "Make sandcastles." and i was like and immediately i understood exactly as a creative i understood exactly what what it meant because before he was releasing this album uh awaken my love you know singing basically like a funk album before that he was rapping before that he was writing i mean he was uh, a on in community before that he's uh writing for 30 Rock or or writing for other TV shows or um, doing stand-up or in the movie Mystery Mystery Team, Team, which is freaking hilarious. And it's like he has – it seems like he does so many different things. And the reason why is because he's not bound to stick with one particular art form because we want him to.
1: Yeah, oh, you know what okay. I'm
3: saying? Because a lot of folks that heard him rapping, they're like, "What you putting out an album where you're just singing? Man, I want to hear that." You're supposed to rap, and it's like Redbone. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I I get it. like <laughs> so it's glad. like I'm gonna make these beautiful things, mm-hmm. and then they're not meant to be permanent. They're not meant mm-hmm. to be forever. But this is just what I'm on right now. I'm making something beautiful right now. And then at one point it's going to fade away and I'm going to be off to something else. Mm-hmm. But we, you have to be okay with that. And we have to be okay with that because we get to a point where when we fall in love with uh, with an artist's work, we want you to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. We want you to keep doing that. What? Andre 3000 is making an album and he's not rapping on it. It's what? called The Love Below. Man, but we like him as a rapper. Why don't you rap? Trust me. Follow me. Just <laughs> just know. just just trust the trust the process. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I don't know. Man, that was man, yeah, you you said everything
3: I wanted to say. Right. I like that. <laughs> I, I
2: never heard that phrase before. Like you just taught me something new.
3: Well, I I wrote it down myself and put it on my, <laughs> 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 my work. Like make sandcastles. Make like, sandcastles. For so real, that's man. what's
1: up. On the other end of that. So that's the positive end on the other end, um, one of the things that people point out from the profile and really just his history are some of the the ways he used to tweet and, and things like that. I think uh, you know I heard this kind of discussed at one of the um, at the last Atlanta watch party, and um, Decker, you know, he framed it in this situation. You know, you know, in reading that profile or whatever, people. He said he, he could see where people were coming from, but he doesn't want to kind of concede to the cancel uh, culture of today when it comes to how um, people have views when they're young or have views in general that that are kind of off-putting or, or um, offensive. And then when they make a shift in their mindset, people won't allow them to grow because – Oh no, we remember when you were tweeting this way Or when you were acting this way or that way mm-hmm. You know, now um, uh, With it's, it's a scary thing Social media is dope But at the same time for the youth coming up it's a, cancer. It's, it's a cancer Because once upon a time If something embarrassing happened to you At your You know, at your school or something It was just your school situation You know, it'll stay there for a little while the internet is kind of forever. They'll take one situation and just really, really stretch it. So the only reason I, I kind of um, highlighted that is a lot of people are questioning his direction with this music video based off of that. They're like, okay, how can it be, you know, pro-black? How can it be? How how can he move in this type of situation when earlier on in his career he was tweeting kind of like. Some kind of offensive stuff Or he was trying to be that white boy You know what I mean right. Really really white I got a rant the, the, the Disparaging <laughs> black You know You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. You get what I'm going with I yeah, I'm So going. that's the other side I, I wish so what I want. could Well
0: them are the same people peace, See these are the same people These motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something man. It's almost like You can't be yourself Unless People ex- Like Put the approval stamp On your own personality like, I can't tell you the most vile shit that I've said, mm-hmm. but people will sit here and be like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you cool. But now, nah, if I go on social media, if anybody goes on social media, everybody's going to have them days where they just say some shit that that's on their mind. It doesn't mean that they look at the community as a whole like that. Mm-hmm. At the time, this is what's on their mind. But people hold on to some of the most smallest shit. They'll hold on to one sentence you said your whole career. Mm-hmm. Like a motherfucker can't grow yeah. And and say for for say for instance as an example, uh, me being a black nerd. Mm-hmm. Or everybody up here is a nerd at some point. I'm mean, a musical artist, you know, uh making beats or whatever, you you know, if you're really into something, you're basically a nerd in that particular genre or particular activity that you're doing. Right. Um, with me, I love comic books. Mm-hmm. I love comic books, I love collecting toys. I like anime, I like all that shit. I like going to the fucking uh Comic Con. And in and, and just this just, just follow me on this one. But most black people view you as trying to be a white boy. And that in itself is frustrating as shit because I grew up with this. My dad got me a whole comic book. Mm-hmm. And ever since then I've just been I love heroes. Now coming from coming from that you you you're different mm-hmm. and you being different and you wanted to make sandcastles you will be deemed as said wanna be white boy because apparently that's what all white people are doing mm-hmm. and the fact that you're in that environment and truly love that environment and low key no more than most white folks then you're deemed as that, and then the black community kind of gives you the, the 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 side eye. Like I really like that you did this is America, mm-hmm. but my but my nigga, you had these tweets here in 2000. Well, fuck it, and then you had <laughs> and then and, and, and you're dating this or married to this white to say, woman, okay. and it's like you do not sit here and tell me that you cannot be a aware conscious black man and then married to another person that's. Not your race and not your color, but probably understands the culture that you said black men live in. Mm-hmm. So don't sit here because you don't know like the episode of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um that clip that you that uh Justin um shared. Yeah, from like, the Champagne Poppy uh, episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Can
2: you explain that clip, please? Yeah, of course. So there um let me see, Vanessa and her friends, they go to this party that that uh that Drake is throwing, right? And uh, you know, they get to the house. And one of the girls that was with them sees this this white girl, and she's just staring her down real hard. And um, she was, she the woman's getting uncomfortable. Like clearly, she's like looking around, like, "Are you looking at me?" And she's like, "Yeah, ho, I'm looking at you." <laughs> and she just goes off on the woman, <laughs> talking about, you know, it's a lot of like. Good black women out here. Why he couldn't date? A, why this dude couldn't date a black woman, and why he got to be with a white girl? And she and the white girl calmly is like explaining, like, "Well, you know, I was with him when he was in community theater. I was with him during this moment, during that, and we just two good people that found each other." And she was like, "Why well, I ain't got time to be with this community theater ass nigga for like 20 years?" And blah blah blah. Like, it just goes like straight oh, yeah. off on the girl, mm-hmm. and and then wonders like, "Well, why is this black dude with this white girl?" That. She's supportive. I mean, as as long as the person is supportive of you, of course, it don't matter really what their race is. As long as y'all care about each other, that's really all that should matter. But, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, but given the context of, like, what's going on with Donald Glover, because um, a friend of mine, we had a conversation about this on Facebook the other day. It's, I can see, like, okay, of course you can be black, you can be conscious, and you can date this this person outside your race. But at the same time, like, all the... Things that you're talking about It's going to be a little tougher for people of your own race to see that because of who you're dating, mm-hmm. which is really unfair because you're missing out on important an important port of view that mm-hmm. this person could provide. So, mm-hmm. it's hilarious to me, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's hilarious and it's, it's also um, frustrating because I mean I can't hate I can't tell you and this is just based off my own personal experience. You can say whatever the hell you want to say. I don't care. Uh, but my my own personal experience, they probably eat that pig. And punch. Punch. <laughs> uh, comedy comes in threes. stressed uh-huh. by. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I've had, I don't know, uh, black women just about being, being like nerdy nerdy black dude. Oh, I didn't think you talked to black women. Can't tell you how many times that's happened. That's more crazy. than one hand. That's so crazy. it's like, I I get a, a a certain tick when I hear people talk about that, and it's like, no, I have literally, I literally know white folks that are more conscious than your ass, and that's a shame, because your opinion comes from the comment section of a post, Ooh. without even sitting there and thinking about. Your own personal opinion because you you don't know why because you don't have one because you don't know how to sit there and do critical thinking.
2: Boy,
0: now I've said that and I'm gonna be quiet <laughs> because I know I'm gonna get a text from this podcast, mm-hmm. but I don't give a damn. I, I said my piece. That was my rent. Let's, let's let's get back to what you talking about before this. Oh,
1: uh, <laughs> the video. The yeah, video. we were going on the video. Uh, I want to talk my a little feel. bit. Of, I know want you. 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 you know I love you bro hey, I just want hey, you know man I've been through it man I love you, That's
0: it. I love you man, man. Ever since I ate that one Sandwich at Pig and Pipe Man <laughs> Did it have mayonnaise on it? Nah it didn't It should've I mean it tastes like it should've <laughs> <laughs> Woo
2: Man, the view. Waka
0: flocka adlibs. This all is America. around the place. This is, is American.
1: Oh man. Okay. Um, but okay. Let's talk a little bit about the negatives from the actual video, though. Like, did you guys see any negatives either from the video or from the response to the video? This is interesting because okay, I a- I have something. Right on the tip of my tongue. That one. Well, I mean, go, go ahead and say, no, it. it's no, say that, that. It's in my head, but no, he, I got it. it. It's locked no. in. Oh, you sure so it's it's I'm, just, I'm sure I want to oh, yeah. hear from y'all. First. All right. Okay. Well, one thing I'll
2: mention because I haven't looked all the way into it, but I thought it was funny. Um, there's this conspiracy theorist named Alex Jones. And <laughs> oh, my God. He, oh, oh, man. And, like, I, I didn't look at I didn't watch the video where, where he says this, but something I was watching on YouTube said that he. Accused Childish Gambino of putting a voodoo spell on America through the video. And it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, dude,
1: what? I just want Explain. you to know. Everybody at the table just about rolled their eyes. Yeah. Wow. So I but a, Alex Jones, he's, I'm going to into it. Though. He's a sinking conspiracy theorist right now. Right now, he's, he just, he, he wilding out right he's now.
0: He's not even a conspiracy theorist, man. He's just. That dude is mentally unstable. Like, to yeah. to a point where it's a shame that he, people still gave him a platform. Right. So he's the it, Michael Bay of whatever genre of talk that is.
1: <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, Michael Bay. You don't want to smoke. <laughs> don't listen to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> But no, uh, I'll just mention this uh, The one thing that I saw that was really funny Is I was really just waiting Go for it man I was just really waiting for somebody to Really mess up And misconstrue this And when I say somebody I mean Ignorant people who can't relate Or who try to inject themselves Into this I'll just say it like that You you make it Bruh, just drink it Just drink nah, the, the drink why? No man, no, 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 no. I, I, I just have to it's let our like, like, listeners know that Ransburg. Like, like, I feel, I feel it in my
2: stomach, where it's like I shouldn't drink all this. <laughs> so like, you, yeah. so I poured a little <laughs> bit into the previous
3: <laughs> bottle that I had. <laughs> It just ignoring what oh, I'm God doing. Oh, God forbid you have too much berry punch. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing, so well, sorry, we've been doing so well, too. First today, of all, I'm I'm I walked sorry. through your door, <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you had my, my my book that I made on the floor. I was, was going to leave through. that out. So I was going to leave that out, but since you want to bring these things so up, i going to
3: wipe your feet, man. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be hospitable. <laughs> nah, man. We've been doing good today, though, man. You know what? After this recording, I'm going to body slam you. I love you, it, bro. I'm going to body slam you. No violence, man. Man. It's not
2: violence, it's real
3: wrestling. Somebody man, stop the damn, damn match. Start the
2: damn I'm gonna come out with the
3: steel chair in
2: oh,
3: oh my god.
1: god. Oh man, he killed him. He killed him. He killed him. Oh, oh man. God,
3: no. Y'all are
0: ridiculous He has a family style. <laughs> stop it we good.
1: No, man. No, but. <laughs> But I was just waiting. I was looking at my watch, and I was like, "Somebody's gonna totally miss this and gonna totally try to make a parody." Freaking think pieces. Ooh. Oh wait, no, you talking no, about no. parody? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh the, I did see oh, the parody. Oh, you the talking about think pieces? Oh, we're not gonna even give it any shine. But let's oh, just I say, that. let's just say, somebody. I don't want y'all to even look for it. Just know it exists out there, and it's some. And It's trash. It's some trash, boy. Somebody totally missed it. I will tell everybody here at the table when we're done, uh-huh. we'll find a place to watch it where she can't get any money off of it. Yeah, somebody <laughs> did a, a parody. But yes, think pieces where it gets over excessive. This is one of the things I was trying not to get into in, in my introduction, but uh, I've seen it joked about and rightfully so. Oh, he said, Hey, in the video, the H must stand for blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you see how he oh, my rolled God. his legs?
1: That was a that was a signal in the sl- in the slave trade. You know, the weird thing I, he did with his eye. Oh, 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 oh. right, okay. we're doing Man. a we're doing a lot. It, I do understand like there was surface <laughs> stuff that made plenty of sense. But it was in your face. The pose he made to to shoot the guy makes plenty of sense. Mm-hmm. The eye he made when he was doing this thing it makes sense. Uh, the, of course, the church. Um, the the choir singing that mm-hmm. jo- that makes plenty of sense. All that other is just you doing you digging too much. Now you like the eye, you know it, it, it signifies, blah blah blah. I'm holding up a triangle right now, mm-hmm. luminati. Like it, it gets too deep, bro. It's not that deep.
0: Y'all y'all remember the uh, Dick Gregory? May mm-hmm. he rest in peace. Y'all remember Dick mm-hmm. Gregory, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember watching uh, interview and somebody asked. Based off of Illuminati, I'll let you get back to it. Uh, mm-hmm. They asked him, uh, "Is the Illuminati real?" And he just looked at him and he said, "Motherfucker, if the Illuminati was real, you wouldn't know about it." Yeah. Next question. <laughs> then he put Chapstick on. It was amazing, <laughs> but
1: that's you know, it's nice little
0: segue. But back to what you was talking about.
1: <laughs> Definitely, man. Like, it's it's one thing to. To reflect on and search for meaning is something. It's another thing to turn into Stretch (laughs) Armstrong. And your arms all over the place. Reaching. Like Mr. Incredible. Reaching. Like Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Reaching. Hard. Reaching. The color inside that signifies, no, stop.
3: Well, as um, a car carrying member... Of the Jay Z stand club, I'm just okay. glad that the focus is on somebody else. <laughs> all the conspiracy theories—I've been dealing with this for years, for decades.
1: for
3: decades. Oh man,
1: but yeah, that's pretty much all I want to say. Is that, and it's 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 more on the horizon. I'm pretty sure. Anytime somebody tries to do something or say something very very significant, um, there are people that either want to capitalize or to Um, inject themselves within um, the struggle and it's really it doesn't compute it doesn't like everything isn't an equation where you can just take out one thing insert another thing and it makes the same amount of sense example Mm -hmm. black
0: lives matter blue lives matter all lives matter yeah like like you don't. We we, you don't we get the concept. sentiment,
1: right? But the sentiment, like all of it, deals with timing. It deals with the amount of the obvious injection. Like there's just certain things that you don't have to do. You don't have to do it. There's already. Oh, I don't want to talk about the parody video. I don't want to nah, don't, give it, gonna, don't give a life. You yeah, don't want to nah, the, the, But I can <laughs> say That it's a legitimate struggle But it was a Comedian Of fairer skin Who decided to Take the said song And try to inject <laughs> A different struggle into it And it just does not compute All the way through
2: hmm.
1: Like this, this is America Was just supposed to be A hodgepodge of different issues Yes, it was very black-centric, but there was a lot of things injected in there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, gun control. Mm-hmm. Or the the way guns are sort of deified in this country mm-hmm. was one thing. Um, uh, the way culture is used and the way that it's sort of like people appropriate or push certain things up to entertain while other things in the background get kind of left behind that mm-hmm. was another focal shift mm-hmm. and, um, and how they use entertainment or use drama or use other things to hide what the problems that gone in in America we don't talk about those problems and also how mm-hmm.
2: the uh, the kids catch on to all this stuff cuz the kids mm-hmm. in the video were following them the whole time yeah no, ma- no matter him. what he was doing
1: and and you know there's little other segments that that you can kind of flesh out and just see how that were, you know, the cell phones, how it was directly mentioned in the lyrics of the song mm-hmm. and how it was it was shown in the video of people that were there watching, using their cell phones, but how it wasn't much action done after that from that. So there's a lot of stuff that you can inject into it. There's a lot of stuff that Can't. doesn't, you don't
3: You're you forcing, you're forcing yeah. an issue.
1: Like don't force it, so yeah.
3: One thing that also stood out to me Is that um, I think he was Not only taking A stance Like a social Stance But I also Thought he was taking An artistic stance Because I noticed That the two people That got killed Or the two Like you know You had the guy Playing the guitar And then The choir Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like Music Mm -hmm. In a lot of cases Is the time capsule That lets people know It tells the story of what's happening in a time period in a way that nothing else can that that even news reports I don't think can capture. Mm-hmm. You know, because they can tell the events, but the songs carry the spirit right of what happens. And so as an artist, even him doing this song, this is America, I feel like it was it's it's a time capsule in itself. The video, this this piece of art is a video like you, because ha- I thought about uh, when when they sh- when he shoots up the choir, I thought about the the church in South Carolina. Like I said, it may may or may not have been what he meant, but that's what you know came to mind. As I see the the school children dance behind, them. obviously in school children clothes, mm-hmm. I thought about you know how gun control in in uh, in schools is. You know, I mean, and just it's it's place in education or whatever or in schools is like a hot topic today. Um, Even how the kids are still dancing In all the midst of this And this is like I said uh, Something that came up in a conversation with a friend A couple weeks ago But how we're desensitized To this violence as well It's like yeah I know all this stuff is happening And once again being a rapper in Jackson We just lost you know One of our biggest stars on the hip hop scene in Jackson But at the end of the day We're still dancing Because we still do have to go on Mm Mhm. You know what I'm saying? The um, So the music is going to tell a story and capture the spirit of that time. But it's I don't know. Like I said, when somebody said, oh, yeah, it looks like the kids are just cooning because all they care about is dancing when all this stuff is going on behind them. And I'm like, so the idea of, of people dancing in a circle, that's not just kids today in America. When I see black kids dancing in a circle, I think – about the motherland honestly yeah, like that's root, what i think it's roots in africa for sure absolutely and just, right
1: the dances that were doing were african dances right you know what i mean and but then again people it it, it really fools with your perception and, and that's why i you know if your perception off jump is that they're cloning you might need to watch the video a few more times you know what i mean to to let it permeate and let it speak to you fully before you kind of judge it right off which mm-hmm. is why I'm glad you said you watched it three times before you formed an opinion right my first opinion was just like i need to look at the skin cuz yeah mm-hmm. i was o- tired. Y- I'm,
3: sorry. I'm sorry y'all y'all noticed the part or whatever with uh, the pale white horse and death yeah, yeah. riding it, and it you know, it, you you know i didn't know even,
2: i didn't even notice that part until i saw like a tweet about it and i was like wait a minute there was a horse in the back
0: mm-hmm.
3: and
2: it reminded me of this video that i saw on youtube where these people like they, they uh, all right so it's these people in a circle and the instruction is to watch how many times they pass the basketball around right so you, you count them watching how many times they pass the ball and at the end of the video they say did you notice the man in the bear suit walking by and it's like no and they replay it and it's like a whole like situation going on where there's somebody in a bear suit they go do a little dance and they walk off but you're so busy watching and counting the basketball that you don't even notice them.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like that in, mm-hmm. in that video. There was a lot of things that was going on. And um, did any of y'all catch the person that jumped off the railing? Uh-huh. I saw that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so much that was just kind of hidden in there. The, mm-hmm. uh, funny enough, the person with the money gun, that was pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, what is that? The y'all kid, she, Bands, y'all peep scissors at
0: the end of the video? Yo, mm. Why was she there?
2: I don't care. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that too. But in the, in the, in the, like, to go along with the video, it's like, why is SZA there? And all them, them old cars. Because that's something I haven't heard anybody talk about either. Yeah. Like, all those cars, what year were they, like, like 80s, I think? I mm-hmm. think. That's what I get from it, so. Well, I mean,
0: it, that can be, like, you know, the, the, the riots that happened back. Back within um, the Detroit ride, okay, yeah, so that's a ride. Like, that's that's immediately what I thought about riots. when I saw yeah. those cars. It that's could so. be a, that's a, 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 a what's the word culmination? Yeah, mm-hmm. of of many many plethora of rides. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I don't.
3: But we're going back to the <laughs> cooning with the, part. With the with the, with the Ti <laughs> Come on,
1: man. But no, <laughs> you know it's the 11th. For a second, indubitably. <laughs>
0: But, going back to what you were saying, Dante, about the Conan stuff uh I think when when people saw the the fact that it was him doing the shootings mm-hmm. and not like a white dude or Zimmerman was like a Mexican or whatever Because the dude with the hood I mean come on, that's trayvon so to me that's that's what I got okay. from it uh Valid. the thing that i that really caught me was how they handled the guns mm-hmm. and, well, yeah. and the weapons and they put how they just firmly put it in this nice little cloth. Oh, like it was and like, and how the kid just like gripped it and held it like it was a precious, like baby, you juice. know, yeah, or like the the one ring from Lord of the Rings or some shit.
3: Well, what that to me, what that says is how we have a violent nature, but wanna pass it off. Mm. Mm. We have a violent nature in in America, but. We don't. We kind of want to hide our hands after like pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I, I get. Does that, makes that make sense? I, I see see from, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: can definitely yeah. see that. It's Wait.
0: definitely a problem in, in in the community, especially in the black community, when it comes to gun violence. And but that's but but gun violence when, is uh. In I, just, I just mean, in, as Americans yeah, oh, in like our around.
3: gun our gun right, lust, and I was I was gonna <laughs> say
0: that I was gonna oh, that was bad. gonna be my next sentence, oh, okay. but.
3: I, <laughs> That was gonna, that was gonna be my
0: next sentence I said in in in, 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 the, in the in the black community but I was gonna stem it because we that's how America was brought up and that's how we we were raised in that community but it's it's not especially coming from a military standpoint um these weapons and these guns that are out here in America not just a black community I'm only saying that because I'm black but in the white communities In the Mexican community In any type of community In America period There is a gun issue And there's a gun problem Where people Value their weapons so much They just want to cuddle it Like Don't You're not taking my guns away Or don't tread on me Or stuff like Which that Which is but so
1: disgusting it's, America It's so tripped out to me But I agree
0: man. with you Fifth Yeah just want to put that out there
1: It's so tripped out to me man Like We <laughs> I think the the biggest thing that I caught from the video, more than anything, was just the fact that we we refuse to look, we refuse to tell the truth about what's going on. Mm-hmm. We refuse to tell the truth about ourselves. Um, and even with all the stuff that we've been talking about, about the gun, gun control and, and talking about our culture and, and things like that, we want to entertain ourselves to, to lull ourselves to sleep or to believe false narratives meaning the, the way you were talking about passing off the violence mm-hmm. like the foundation of America is an inherently violent foundation but people don't want to tell the truth about that they tell no. the truth that their truth is and it's a truth that I'm guilty of from time to time thinking of like this nation was founded on Christian principles and and uh, you know and founded on these um you know these things that we almost deify but we won't be real about yo there was a lot of violence that happened in our founding there's a lot of violence that that's happened is it standing
3: oh, you can, you can. okay
1: okay there's a lot of violence that's just been going on throughout history and we want to act like you know Oh okay, we're we're good. We you know we're straight. Well, no, until than, yeah. until we I mean, really right. confess that, like the way I wish we could kind of, and I don't know if there's a way we can really quantify it, but with Germany and how they dealt with you know Nazism after you know post World War Two, right, right, they had trials, mm-hmm. they had open <laughs> talk about this situation, and they openly demonized. You know that ideal. You know mm-hmm. that that ideal. Here in America, they looked in
0: they looked in the mirror.
1: Here in America, right. somebody say, you know, there's inherent racism in the foundation of like Huh? What? 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 The Boston Race? Massacre
0: was on the blood of a black man. What? No,
1: no. And, and like oh, the audacity. Did, yeah. you, did you know about this? You know, James. Racism. James, racism. You know? racism Jay Z.
0: Illuminati. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> racism will just go away if you stop talking about it. That's what that's, what that's what Another that's what that's what America says. Right? It's not a problem anymore. Morgan Freeman. remember mm-hmm. Obama? That was just a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's over with now. Like everything's all good. All my best friends are black. And so until we tell the truth about that and quit mm-hmm. passing it off and quit like covering it up and really just focus in on that. Like right? then we can start moving forward and healing. But that's Okay, what I'm so um, I'm glad you brought that up 'cause some one of the
2: things I notice about the scenes with the guns and like how okay, so in the opening he shot the person you know, passed the gun off on and they had the little red cloth or whatever, passed it on to the child, and then he goes and he shoots up the shoots the church choir, and he passes the gun over to the child, and like when he's walking over uh mm-hmm. to go to the next scene of it, um there's something that that i noticed that hadn't been pointed out yet, and um the sound that he makes. Um, you know, it sounds like a police siren. That whoop, whoop, it's like, mm-hmm. it sounds like a police siren. And then, the third time that he he shows that he, he has a gun, quote unquote, it's just his hand in the position of holding the gun. So it's mm-hmm. like, in that moment he realized like, cause there's a long pause right there, he realizes like, all right, maybe what I'm doing is kinda fucked up. Or, you know, maybe what I'm doing is wrong. And you know, he hammers it like anybody else would and you know, sparks up a joint. And then dances on the top of a car. I don't understand why he danced on the car, but to me, the whole point of him like that one moment right there is probably my favorite scene in the in the whole video because it's like you take a step back and kind of realize like what you're doing isn't on the right path, or you know you're trying to change, but at the same time, it's gonna be difficult. So you just still gotta like dance it off until you get in that right mindset or something, Mm.
3: something like that. That's good. That, and oddly enough, that was the only scene when all the kids started running., mm-hmm. like when he didn't have the gun, but was just posturing as if he did, yeah, mm-hmm. so they- maybe the the thought or of gun violence is even more disturbing to us than actual gun violence.
0: Wow, hm, was at the end of the scene, you noticed it was just him around all them cars and sizzle. And, and, <laughs> and actually, sizzle.
3: that's not even the end. That's why I'm glad we, we got to this yeah, point. Yeah. Because that's not even the end because the end is oh, where see, running. he's running and yeah, all the people are chasing right. behind him. So there's darkness um, all around him. And then this was the point of the video where you couldn't see the actual faces of the people that were either running with him or chasing him. Mm-hmm. And I know I keep bringing it back to the... Uh, the um, artistic idea of it, but um, him being—I I saw that as the darkness, as depression, and people chasing after him. So I thought about like celebrity, mm-hmm. and him like even if you read his, the the New Yorker um, interview, he seems like a very cynical person. <laughs> like he, he's hella funny, you know, when you watch the show, but. <laughs> but uh, sometimes comedians are like that like their outlook on the world is very very dark and um, and it's because I think he sees a lot of things as meaningless like a lot of things uh, about fame and that that's even evident in his approach to make into in his approach in creating because like we want you to do this we want you to be this and he just keeps running away from that like no. Like, I don't want your chains. I don't need this fame. It's like, I'm gonna create because that's what I do, and I'm a you know, black man get your money, you know, and all that, but, (laughs) but I'm not going to be who you want me to be, because that drives us crazy. That drives black men crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think, uh, man, just, just really encapsulating that or whatever, um, he almost continues that idea And um uh the breakfast club put up an old interview he did like i want to say right it was a couple at, of years ago yeah a couple years ago um i want to say it was right after the um mixtape he had dropped that uh, not camp but the next one wait Kawhi? i think so
2: cuz camp was one of his uh, regular albums
1: oh, okay well i mean well, it was a few years ago, and he basically said the same thing. He was on there with, like, the grandma uh, yeah, <laughs> sweater or whatever, but it was a sweater that he received from, like, a friend of his, and it was really comfortable. And, yeah, it had a few holes in it, and he acknowledged that, and they were kind of like, yo, what are you doing? And he was like, I want to just be able to be. You know what I'm saying? He was saying... uh you know if i was if i was a white person you would just kind of look at him like oh okay i guess that's how he's rocking but because he was who he was you know what i mean you would look and just be like you okay you mm-hmm. need some money you know what I mean? <laughs> and somebody else could be rocking that thing you know and be rich
3: mm-hmm. and just be
1: like no nah, this is what i'm feeling like i'm wearing this Thrift store sweater with these high up shorts, yeah. <laughs> you know, because this is how I feel look at, today.
2: Looking suspect. Looking
1: suspect, <laughs> but that's how he was feeling, and he, he was saying like I do things like that because I want to kind of try to break that mold. Like we don't have to. I just want to be able to exist and be myself, mm-hmm. and you know, it become acceptable for just me to be myself. So. Uh, it kind of punches home what you were saying about, you know, not having to conform to this one idea of, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I might have come out with this record, okay, but I'm feeling like doing this. You know, yeah. I feel like, you know, so it's kind of freeing. It's it's, it, it, it's hard to do, and he admitted that it's hard to do, you know, especially, you know, because he is who he is. But now I guess with Atlanta, with these these – Hits he's been yeah it's a little bit
3: easier. It's just doing things on your own terms. Mm -hmm. Like when I see him I I think Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I um I think Muhammad Ali. Mm -hmm. I think I'm totally going to do I'm going to live and create and be a man and be black Mm -hmm. on my own terms. And date a white woman. I'm gonna be black. That think, man. I'm gonna be black on my own terms. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not too many people and, can say nor think like that, dude. Like when, and, and I feel like with the show Atlanta, this is what this this is what I see. Because like I told you I binged uh, last night and watched a whole bunch of episodes, and I was like, people aren't writing dynamic black characters like this, mm-hmm. like where you know it's like. Oh yes, yeah, so you're the black guy. So you're gonna act black in this show, and you're gonna do this. So it's like the show is not like they. I don't think that someone who has not been black all their life could have written the show the way it is. Well, not at all. Especially you know what I'm saying?
1: In that area, and yeah. I didn't even think about
3: it. Uh, from the from the script to like all the stuff, sounds like man. That sounds like stuff my friends say. Like his <laughs> logic in that situation, that sounds like something my friends say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and um, that's man. I'm I'm just in awe. Like I I know I told a friend the other day. Like I'm after I watched the the video, my first reaction was, man, I feel blessed and honored that I was alive at the same time as Donald Glover. Here's why I say that not because I'm on his nuts like that, but <laughs> to be able to experience his evolution in real time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you when we think about Miles Davis. Like by the time Miles Davis died, I wasn't that old at all. If I was born at all, you know what I'm saying? And so I didn't get to see his transition. I see his whole lifespan, and his whole career like in hindsight. Like I see the finished product. We're not seeing the finished product of Donald Glover yet. It's still he's like evolving right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um and I know it's gonna open up another can of worms, so I'm not even trying to go there. But Kanye is evolving right before our eyes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in in real life, he is. From like I remember when the first time I heard through the wire. I remember the first time I heard the Get By beat. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying he's evolving before our eyes. You know, for better or worse. For better or worse. For better or worse, he's evolving before our eyes, and you know, it's always it's always different when you experience these things in real time.
1: Everybody's
0: definitely entitled to Their own opinion on things And I watched the interview with uh, Kanye With what he did with Charlemagne mm-hmm. And uh, and it I understand I understand it better than what I What I did I did live listen to that Scoopty Poopty Doop Doop Scone yeah. And I was like Nah man I'm gonna have to roast you on this one yeah. But other than that You know you gave me good music for a very long time, and I really can't. I can't. I can't just like look away from that because it ain't like you out here doing vile things to women. Uh, that's a whole nother can of worms that we're not gonna open here. But
2: yeah, but I totally, I totally agree. Kanye is okay. definitely involved in it right in front of us. Okay, so that brings up a. Um, for me, it brings up a point that we didn't we touched on but we didn't really answer. Mm-hmm. It's like when was the first time you heard about Donald Glover's Childish Gambino? Oh, it was me,
0: That's it was um, his stand-up comedy. His stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Con-
2: so I got a whole story about this. Let's okay. Oh, wait.
1: Mm. Te- technically technically it was right before Camp. Like cuz I had only seen a few I only seen like one episode of Community before then, mm-hmm. and at, at that point in my life, like I wasn't, like I missed out heavily on like The Office and like um, Parks and Recs when it was like going, mm-hmm. and I just recently rewatched Parks and Recs, great show, um, but you know I I missed that part because I was more focused on like the Dave Chappelle side, the um, it was a whole lot of other shows that I was on, but. That's right. When I caught on him, and I got more ingrained with his music before I got ingrained with his comedy, because I do really. What 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 record was um, the world star song on? Um, Uh, It was. I think that was because the the internet was. Yeah, because the internet. It was because the
2: internet. So that was 2013.
1: Yeah. So I really got in tune with his music before anything else. Okay. I'm gonna go last.
3: Man, uh, honestly, I don't remember, but a lot of... um, It was before camp, for sure. It may have been stand-up. It may have been Mystery Team. But all I remember is my brother-in-law, David Dennis or David D. You know, he's a writer. um, with With a lot of musicians, he was the first person to put me on to just Donald Glover's work. Mm-hmm. At all So I think I knew him as Donald Glove Before I knew him as Childish Gambino yeah. Okay
2: Alright well for me it was kind of like I got both at once Cause a friend of mine uh, named Megan Like when I was living in Houston like She was visiting me and she was like Hey we need to go to this, this Childish Gambino concert And I was like who? It was around like 2010, 2011 Somewhere in there mm-hmm. She was like yeah you know he's an r- actor, he's a writer, he's on community he Raps and I'm like all right he's just like everywhere but cool why not let's just go T- the ticket was like I think $20 mm-hmm. best $20 I ever spent cuz <laughs> he, he came on stage he did um, like some stand-up stuff um, did like a, a video where there was this clip of him talking to himself from the future and like in the stand-up skit it was like I mean not stand-up skit in the pre-recorded skit it was like everything every little thing he did changed the future so he couldn't like breathe he couldn't step on a bug he couldn't do nothing and then after that clip showed he came out and performed some of his songs and you know afterwards he signed autographs He was a cool dude like if i could i'm pretty sure his tickets are like eighty hundred dollars now um if i could i would definitely go to i'm gonna make i'm gonna make sure i can i'm gonna go to another one of his concerts next time i get a chance to Dope. That's awesome. so. So shout out to Megan, thank you for
0: that. Hey, shout out to Megan. And before we we end it, I want to give a big thank you to Fifth for Bitches. coming on the show and letting us oh, set up in his crib. Yo. This is the most insane crib, <laughs> like just... bachelor pad of all bachelor pads. Just to let you know, I was I was a. Uh, I was at offbeat and Phil was like, "Oh, you going to the bachelor pad? <laughs> <laughs> you got um, some, you got some T Rex eggs in the,
3: uh,
0: <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bought these cash. <laughs> yeah,
3: T-Rex Don't me. listen to them. Guys. <laughs> I
1: got all. We're, we're sitting on milk crates right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I also want to uh, give a shout out to Phil, uh, DJ Young Venom. Uh, he got into a wreck, but he's okay. Uh we just glad that he's all right. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Shout out to Offbeat. Most dedicated
2: guy I know because, like, I called him. I was headed to Offbeat. Then I, I found out about the accident. Mm-hmm. I called him. I was like, yo, man, you all right? He said, yeah, I'm at the stove. I was like, you you sure you want to be at the stove right now? Yeah, I got work to do. Well, shit. All right. I ain't working hard enough. I
0: guess I took the day off. I don't even know. <laughs> no um, days off. <laughs> we don't deserve it. You know. <laughs> <Don't. laughs> really don't. We don't. Yeah. Glad to hear um, uh, Phil, yeah. when's
3: the next B-Sell uh, B- Saturday? Great question. I am <laughs> not doing a freaking thing until this album. Cause actually, I'm lying. Um, cause I'm performing <laughs> with Space Wolf on May 19th. Uh, but as far as me planning my own shows, like any B-Sell Saturday, anything like that, man, right now the focus is just the album. Hey,
0: that's what's up, man. We want we that album. Uh, will it be out on vinyl?
3: I absolutely would love to put it on vinyl. I really think I'm going to do that. It's going to be hella expensive, so y'all got to pray for me. I'm a, it better be on vinyl. Do you even have a record player? I'm going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, rivalry continues. That's the plan, man. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, like I said, for, for, thank you so much for letting us come here and um, record in your home. Uh, thank you for uh, making great music Thank you for being you man Because I mean there's a lot of people in Jackson that, that are as successful as you But not approachable And you're very approachable And also very very successful Especially in music And in your personal career um, Just yeah, thank I you it, I got mad man, respect man. for you Like I really do I appreciate that bro I Love you man
3: I oh, love you too love man, you, man. <laughs> 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 Uh
0: for for Shay, hey. hey, nah, everybody know where to follow everybody. Exactly. Uh, where yeah. can we follow
3: you though, Fifth? At Fifth Child Music, everything is at Fifth Child Music. Number five, th. Child music Like I know how to spell <laughs>
0: Like you can't You cannot miss it See, See, it's a, a
3: K-H-Y <laughs> <laughs> L-D-E <laughs> hey, we, we, gotta together, we gotta get <laughs> things
0: together bro. That's that early 2000 uh, Snap era spelling oh, Look man. <laughs> boy. Oh man For for, for Justin Ransberg Ransburg Arthur Dante did it mm-hmm. Uh, the man we don't deserve Yo I'm Robert Morris And this has been The Black Pocket Podcast House of Morris House
3: hey, <laughs> Oh yeah House of Morris Hey I wasn't done
1: I wasn't done
3: Perfect So that's <laughs> we made it